Life is full. It's full of beautiful moments, hard moments, and a whole lot of mundane in between. Often we find ourselves going through the motions and we end up seeing mostly the hard, mostly the boring, and failing to see the good in our days at all. With Intention is a podcast about changing the narrative. I'm your host, Desiree, and I'm no expert at living intentionally. I'm just here to share my personal learnings alongside stories from others about how we're learning to see the beauty in the mundane, celebrate our beautiful, ordinary, everyday lives, and approach every aspect of them with intention. We'll talk about things like motherhood and family, reflecting and taking care of ourselves, our work, our homes, all the things that make up our days. My hope is that you'll leave our conversations reminded that our beautiful, hard, ordinary, mundane days, this messy life, it's full of good and it's full of purpose and it's meant to be lived well with the utmost intention. I'm so glad you're here. Let's get to today's episode. Hi friend, welcome back to With Intention. I'm so excited to be coming to you solo today, talking about one of my favorite topics, reflecting on the year. Now, reflection and journaling and everything that goes along with that, it's just one of my favorite things. I love reflecting through writing. It grows me. It changes me. It helps me understand who I am and what I think about things more than I would if I just kind of went through my daily life without doing that. So today, I want to encourage you to do that for the year. We are getting close to the end of the year. Believe it or not, we are... In the middle of December right now, we have maybe like 20 days of the month or so to go and 20 days of 2020 to go. And that is kind of crazy to think about because this year has been quite a ride for probably, I could say for probably anyone listening, this year has been quite a ride. Doesn't matter where you're from listening in, we've all been affected by this crazy year, by this pandemic in some way or another. There's been a lot of other things that have happened this year too. It's not just the pandemic, but I feel like that has been like the longest standing thing that definitely pretty much everyone in the world has been dealing with, right? So what I want to do is I want to just provide you a space, some questions to reflect on this year, and maybe to set a couple of goals for the year ahead. Now, you should know that this is not going to be your typical like New Year's resolution goal setting session. First of all, after a year like this, I don't think we need a typical New Year's resolution goal setting session. I think we need something a little bit different. Second of all, If you've been listening in for a while, or even if not, I'm going to point you there. Uh, Last year, I did something similar. I did an episode called Hustle Free Goal Setting, and it is one of my most popular episodes to date, and I want to point you back to that. It's going to take you a little bit more in-depth through some of the questions I'm asking today, but also some other questions as well. I even did some live workshops doing that, and I had so much feedback that It was a helpful and meaningful goal-setting session. Today, we will talk about goals briefly, but today's going to be more about reflection, and I think that that reflection might lead you to setting some meaningful goals. So again, I'm here to ask questions today. I'm not here to tell you what kind of goals you should set, what you should think of this year, who you should be, anything like that. My goal is to help you reflect And I encourage you to write it down. I encourage you to get a pen and paper while I talk you through these things. 
to hit pause and play again um, if you need more time. This is meant to be kind of like a little reflection workshop for you. So let's get right to it. The first thing I want you to think about and reflect on is just what has happened. What has happened in this year? And I know that when I ask this question, there might be things that have happened in this year that are maybe triggering for you or are really hard to dig deep into or are going to put you in some kind of, I don't know, um, spiral in some way into anxiety or anything like that. So I'm going to ask you, don't dwell on those things unless you feel comfortable, unless you think that this is something that you need to do right now. I would suggest that you contact a professional to talk through things like that. That's something that I had to do earlier this year. I was in counseling for a while to talk through things that were really triggering my anxiety, just some things that had happened throughout the year. What I want you to do is just just overall, you know, dig deep if you can, but I, I'm just, all I'm saying, <laughs> I'm just giving a disclaimer, you know, I'm, I'm not wanting you to dive deep into something that would put you in an anxious place. What I want you to dig deep into is just simply thinking back, reflecting, okay? So what are some hard things that have happened this year? because I know we've all had them. And what are some good things that have happened this year as well? Maybe you want to make kind of a chart, right? So you have the hard on one side, the good on one side, and you're kind of listing out memories, happenings from the year in general. Okay, so take some time to do that, to just list it out. What has this year been for you? What has happened this year? The reason we do this is because I want us to see that one, every year brings hard things, but every year brings good things too. And in this year where it's been easy to look at the negative, right? There have been good things that have come out of it. So look at what you've listed. Are there outcomes to the hard things that have led to the good things, right? Maybe you were stuck at home, working from home with kids at home, and it was a crazy time for you. What good came of that? Maybe you got more time with your family, right? Maybe you had to slow down. For us, I know that was a major good and unique thing that came from this year is we spent more time together than ever. And while that had challenges, <laughs> and that has challenges for all of us, right? Spending lots and lots of time with the same people, it, of course, has a lot of benefits. And I'm not here to look at this year with rose-colored glasses. Like, I know true pain hurt, depression, unemployment, like I know really bad things have come from all of this. But if we just dwell on only those bad things, that's going to put us in a very negative place. We have to force ourselves to see the good too. So that's what this is about, acknowledging the hard and also seeing the good. Okay, so after you make that list, I want you to just make another list. And this might look very similar to the good list, right? Of just what brought you joy, like true joy from this year? Okay, look back on favorite memories, favorite moments of the year. Take some good time to think through this. I know my husband and I always sit down at some point during the end of the year. My birthday falls two days after Christmas. So usually it's like a birthday date and we talk about the year and our favorite memories of the year. And it can take some time to recall those things. I don't know what's wrong with my brain, but I feel like it takes me longer and longer to recall those things as I get older. So give yourself some time, 
think through and list out what are your favorite memories from this year? What brought you a lot of joy? Maybe things that brought you, maybe there were things that brought you joy that surprised you. What were those things? List those out as well. And make sure to press pause right here and take some time on these lists, the hard list, the good lists, and then the joy list. So as you're looking at these lists, whether your hard list is longer than your good list and your joy list, or they're both long, or your good list and your joy list is longer, I challenge you to not think of this as a throwaway year. I know many of us have been saying there are plenty of like memes on social media where you can find like wake me up when 2020 ends or just anything that kind of suggests that this year is a pile of garbage and thank God we get to soon move on to the next year. First of all, I don't really think the problems that have been present this year are just going to go away with a new year, right? They're not really something that just stays in one year. But second, I just don't want you to think of this as a throwaway year because we've made these three lists, right? Now I want you to think about how much growth has come from these things, especially from the hard things, because I fully believe that we grow from the hard things, right? Most of our growth comes from the hard things. We are refined through the fire. Years like this incite the most growth. I know I've seen such positive change in myself this year, more change than I think has ever happened in one year for me. And yes, it was sprinkled with bouts of like really hard seasons, (laughs) even within this one year, because this year has been like an eternity. It's gone really fast, but also felt like an eternity. I mean, there were parts of this year where I was struggling with my mental health more than ever. But moving past that or moving through it, I should say, has changed me a lot and has grown me a lot. And that's just to give an example. There are other ways I've grown in this year, and I know there are ways that you have grown in this year. It's easy to take a stance of pessimism, right? I am not a natural optimist. A lot of people say, thank you for keeping things so positive. It's like an exercise for me to be positive. Um, I have to write about the positive, about looking for the good, because I don't naturally tend that way. And so it's easy to look at this year and think of it as throwaway. It's easy to look at this year and think of all the hard, all the struggles that we've been through, maybe think of bad habits you've adopted or mental health issues that you've been through because of the struggles of this year and forget about all of the change and the positive that you have seen in yourself in the midst of it as well. Hard things change and grow us and you don't have to be on the other side of it to see that and to acknowledge it. Sometimes just seeing the good that has happened within us and the change that has happened within us, sometimes just acknowledging that can help us get to the other side, right? If we are walking through something. So acknowledge that. Make a list of some changes that you've seen in yourself. It can be small things from habit changes that you've made, maybe like I'm looking at, I'm I'm asking you to look at positive things here, by the way. Um, Maybe small habits, maybe a hobby that you've adopted that has been really positive for you. Maybe a relationship that 
you spent more time on this year. Any way that you have grown, any positive way this year, go ahead and list that down. Reflect on that for a while. Again, press pause and take some time to reflect. And I highly recommend pairing this podcast with some like nice soothing music. So when you press pause, turn press play on your music so that you can like reflect to some music in the background. That's how I that's how I personally would do it at least. So I hope through that most recent list we just made, whatever you journaled through there about change that you've seen in yourself, growth that you've seen in yourself, I hope that it helps you see that you are strong. <laughs> you found ways to cope through this crazy year and that there has been, again, good to come of this year for you. I hope you're enjoying today's episode, but I wanted to take a quick break to introduce you to our sponsor, Public Goods. Public Goods is your one-stop shop for sustainable, high-quality, everyday essentials. They're made from clean ingredients at an affordable price. They have everything from coffee to toilet paper to shampoo and pet food. It's your new everything store, and it's thoughtfully designed for the conscious consumer. So when you're trying to shop consciously, it can be hard. Rather than buying from a bunch of single product brands, public goods members can buy all their premium essentials in one place. I love that they ethically source everything. They search the globe to find clean, healthy, eco-friendly, and innovative products. And they obsessively develop their products to be free of the unhealthy ingredients and harmful additives that you can still commonly find on drugstore and grocery store shelves. They're committed to making their products healthy and safe for humans, animals, and the environment. And I'm personally obsessed with their dental floss. Their dental floss is super simple ingredients and it comes in the cutest little glass tube that's refillable so you're not constantly using up a bunch of plastic just for your dental floss containers. And I also love their chocolate covered almonds are amazing. I'm obsessed with them. I eat the whole bag in a day. It's not good, but it is good. And one of my favorite things is that they use a membership model to keep costs low and pass on more savings to their customers. And you can make your first purchase with no obligation. So we worked out a deal for the With Intention listeners. Public Goods is giving you $15 off your first order with no minimum purchase. You have nothing to lose. You can go to publicgoods.com slash intention or use code intention at checkout. That's publicgoods, P-U-B-L-I-C-G-O-O-D-S dot com forward slash intention to receive $15 off your first order. All right, let's get back to today's episode. Along the same lines, just looking forward, we are not at the very, like we are towards the end of this year, but we still have 20 days of this year left. And I just encourage you to take this positive mindset with you the best that you can. I know that I've been feeling a little bit down lately because just things are getting worse with the pandemic again and a lot of closures and shutdowns are happening again. And that can put me into kind of an anxious tailspin. So I'm doing my best to end this year just focused on the good things, um, focused on the joy of the holidays and making it fun at home with my toddler. So how can you focus on the these good things the best that you can as we end this year, even through more hard things that are still happening? All right, so the rest of our time together, we are going to spend looking forward. And I encourage you that if looking backward has been beneficial to you so far, and if it's something that you want to spend time more time on, spend more time on it. Journal through it. Think more on it. But 
I'm going to dedicate the rest of this episode to looking forward and thinking about some values-based goals, some goals that you can set for yourself that are going to be something that is lasting, something that truly matters. Okay, so I think when we think of New Year's resolutions or goals for the new year, a lot of times there's this hustle mindset alongside of it. Like, okay, what can I be in the new year? Who can I be that I wish I could be? What are all the things that I can do that I wish I could have done in the past? Um, you know, that comes alongside with like a lot of weight loss goals and anything, not saying that those things aren't, aren't important. They could be important to you, but a lot of times the goals that we make can be in that mindset, can be goals that we think we want or we think we should want, or we think we should have set for ourselves. But what I want to ask you to do before you write a long list full of things you need to do that maybe you don't actually need to do, or that maybe don't actually align with who you are, and maybe are coming out of a place of trying to be the person you think you're supposed to be, I want you to take a pause. I say all this not because I do this perfectly, by the way. I say all this because this is my experience. And I know that a lot of times when I am trying to set a goal or going after something, I need to take a step back and and really think to myself, okay, is this really me saying that I want this? Or is it something I think I should be doing? So take a few minutes to think about who you are really. What is actually important to you? What do you actually enjoy? What actually brings you joy? What matters to you? Press pause, think through those things, list them out. Who are you really? Some ways to dial it in even more is to think about what will still be important to you, what will still matter to you, Maybe what will still bring you joy, at least, you know, hypothetically speaking, what do you think will still bring you joy at the end of next year? So not just like right now, impulse goals for the beginning of next year, but what will still be important a year from now? The deep, meaningful things. And to get even into the deeper, more meaningful things, think about yourself five years down the road or 10 years down the road. What might your life look like then? And what will still be important to you then? Something I also like to do, and I've said this before in other episodes, is just look at maybe like towards the end of your life. What will still be important to you when you are old and gray? What is still important to you then? So I think what this year has done is it has stripped a lot down for us, right? It's forced a lot of us to slow down, to reevaluate and to think of these questions of what truly matters. It's taken a lot away from us. And therefore, when, when things are taken away from us, a lot of times we are thinking about this question of what actually matters. So now that you know that, now that you are in that place, now that you've taken time to reflect on those things, I encourage you to write down a goal or an area of focus for your life, or even just have a goal setting session right now if you're feeling it. I'm not going to guide you through that, but 
it's a good place to be in right now if you have stripped some things down and realized, okay, what actually matters? These are the things that are actually important to me. This is who I actually am. Now I can write down a goal or an area of focus for this upcoming year, an area of improvement, a thing that I want to go after or that's important to me. It's a lasting goal, a goal that is rooted in a deeper place. What I want to end with today is I want to guide you through writing a surrender list for the holiday season or for the end of this year, things you want to surrender before you go into next year, basically. And if the holiday season feels stressful to you for whatever reason, maybe it's things you want to surrender before you know you live out the next few weeks of this holiday season. A surrender list is something that I write daily. It's something that is a part of my Simple Morning List journal, which is a journal that guides you through five lists each morning. It uh, has templates for you to write these lists each morning. It also has space for you to write whatever is on your mind every single day. And it comes along with weekly challenges as well. So if you haven't checked that out, you can go to simplemorninglist.com to see that. But this surrender list is one of my favorite things about my Simple Morning List journal. It's one of my favorite rhythms for each day. It helps me be less anxious, less stressed. And I think that sometimes we need a surrender list for an entire season of our life or a surrender list to leave behind in this current year, right, as we move to the next So what a surrender list is, is it's just writing down things that maybe you are currently believing about yourself or about your life, things that are currently stressing you out, things that are outside of your control or even inside of your control that you could let go of, that you could metaphorically open your hands and say, I am surrendering these things. I am letting go of them. I am no longer letting these things have a hold over me. I'm no longer letting these things take up space in my brain, take up space in my life. Things that are not positive. Things that are causing you to be less like the person that you are, less of who you are, less of who you want to be. What are some of those things? Maybe you have a few things to write down, maybe a handful, maybe even more. Maybe this is something you want to spend time on because you have been really anxious lately or really stressed out or tired or yelling a lot. When we act in this way, when we're feeling this way, a lot of times it's because we have other stressors that are currently on us. And a lot of times those things are outside of our control or they are in our control and we can simply let go of them for real or we can no longer allow those things to take up space in our brain, take up our thoughts so that we can move forward a little less stressed, a little less anxious, a little more focused on what matters instead of those things that are bogging us down. I hope that makes sense. Again, this is something I do daily. Sometimes the same thing shows up on my surrender list day after day after day until one day I realize that, okay, I don't have to write that down anymore. Maybe I don't even realize it. Sometimes it's just I stop writing that thing down because it's not taking up real estate in my brain anymore. 
I hope that idea of a surrender list is valuable to you as we end this year. I think a lot of us have things that we need to surrender right now um, or just let go of, you know, is another way to think of that. Some people get confused at the word surrender, but just let go. Things we need to let go of, things we don't need to hold on to anymore, things we're not meant to be holding on to, things that aren't meant to be making such a negative impact on our days just because they are constantly rolling around in our thoughts. And with that, that is all I have for today's episode. I know it's a little bit of a different episode because it's more reflective. It's more filled with questions that hopefully can help you have a meaningful reflection on this past year. If you found it helpful, if you enjoyed it, I hope that you will share it with a friend or share it on Instagram, share it anywhere you like to share things. I am super grateful for you for doing that. As I say every single week, I'm just grateful for you for being here, for listening in. Thank you. Thank you so much for doing that. I will be back here for one more episode to close out 2020 next week. And I can't wait to talk to you then. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.